everyone, and welcome to this conversation presented by White House Custom Color. I'm Jed Toffer. Thanks for listening. You know, my wife Vicki and I have owned and operated our photography studio, V Gallery, for 20 years now. White House has been our lab for the last 16 of those years, and we could not be happier. White House is a family-run business, just like ours. If you haven't already, check them out at whcc.com. And if you want to drop me a line, feel free to email me at jed at whcc.com. During a crisis, we look for the guides, the ones with the steady hand, the scars from experience, the wisdom born from previous suffering and perseverance. This may sound like the voiceover from the trailer for an epic film, but it's really just describing what so many of us have been doing this year. And 2020 kind of has been like living inside an epic film. Well, Brian Caparici from Sprout Studio wants there to be a happy ending. And he thinks there can be. In this conversation, we go over some of the things that entrepreneurs can actually take advantage of during this time of uncertainty. I hope this chat finds you doing well and staying safe. Keep your head up and continue to look for the opportunities. And as always, thanks for listening. So my name is Brian Caparici. Uh, I am the CEO and founder at Sprout Studio. Um, but more importantly than that, I've been a professional wedding and portrait photographer for over 15 years now. Um, and so I know what it's like to sort of be in the trenches and be out there running a business and putting food on the table with your camera. Mm. Um, and so when, when everything that has sort of started to come down um, with what's happening right now in the world and, and what has happened for the past few months and what continues to happen as we transition hopefully out of this um, current situation, I think it's given photographers a lot to really think about, um, both in terms of you know, how a photographer looks at their business, but also how a photographer plans the overall framework and the, and the bigger picture of how they make money as, as a creator. Mm -hmm. And I think that that has just opened up a lot of eyes. I've seen a lot of photographers, many, many photographers who are struggling a lot right now during these times. And it breaks my heart, you know, at Sprout Studio, we've got users constantly who are reaching out and saying like, this is hard. Like I can't afford to pay my subscription to the, to, to sprout because of these hard times. I mean, we see it from different perspectives in that sense. And I've also seen photographers that are like, I'm actually like doing great right now. Like I, I ran these sales, we're doing pre bookings, we're doing these other things and there's a whole bunch. And of course there's everyone that fall or people that fall anywhere sort of in, in between that spectrum. But um, I think this is like sort of like, the big game changer for our industry to really help us look at what we're doing um, as entrepreneurs. Do you think that not the pandemic itself, right? So not the virus itself, mm -hmm. not even the reaction to the virus itself, but do you think that conceptually things like this we'll call them world-changing events that come along periodically, do the necessary task of thinning the herd? Oh, Jed, that's a hard question, but 
you know, I'm in trying a sense, to ask think, it respectfully. I don't mean to course, come across, of course, as condescending, but this is a, this has been weighing on me, yeah, for a while, yeah, because I've heard, I've, I hear you just said like you've heard the spectrum, yep. So have I, yep. And one of the hardest things that I that I have done in my career, I guess, in the last 20 some years is when you're having a conversation with somebody, right? And they're struggling mm -hmm. and you need to give them some tough love. Mm -hmm. And you need to say things like, if you don't raise your prices, you are going to be another $15,000 in debt this time next year. Mm -hmm. And you have kids and you have a family and you're in charge of paying for electricity, right? And mm -hmm. so it's kind of like something like this comes along and those decisions, they can't be made flippantly anyway, but they really can't be made, you know, offhandedly. Now you, there's nonchalant, there's no place for nonchalance right now. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I, I think the thing that is um, really telling of this situation is it really underscores the problem for me with our with our industry and with photographers and the way the photographers think. I've I've for years have heard and have talked about the fact that photographers typically don't like the business side of what they do. They typically don't sure. necessarily excel at the business side of what they do. We, we as photographers are creatives. We like to make, we like to be in front of clients, mm -hmm. we like to play with our camera and buy more equipment. Yet yep. as soon as you, you go into the conversation of business, which could be anything between sales and marketing and pricing and branding and mm -hmm. customer experience and all those things, you know, photographers just, kind of their eyes sort of glaze over. And I, and I say yeah. that as a, as a broad stroke, of course, there's many photographers that do focus on business, right. but I think that problem, that problem that so many of us educators have been talking about for so many years gets underscored with this current situation because those photographers who are business minded, who can pivot, who can be entrepreneurial about solutions are able to survive through this. And those that aren't are not able to survive. What? So then what is, Let's dive right into the now what. Yeah. For people on both sides of that spectrum, because let's say there are people that are, you know, they're they're making the lemonade out of these lemons right now. Kudos to them. Good mm -hmm. job. Maybe you already know the now what. You have your own now what, and you're killing it. Fantastic. Because there are opportunities right now. We know that. Oh yeah, for like, sure. Yeah. There are like just in in banking and 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 if you need some money right now to do this out of the other and take a shot money is next to free right now in in, yep. in a lot of ways right so yep. that's one example let's talk to those people on the side but let's talk to the person that is the one that's struggling and doesn't know where to go and has trouble with this that or the other because they're a creative mm -hmm. at heart right yep. they're more right-brained maybe is the best way to put it uh, let's talk to them and answer the now what or address the now what question. So you need to start thinking about how can you make money as an entrepreneur and, and, and almost in a way, remove the label photographer just for a moment, put that aside, take that off, put it on the table, leave it there for a minute. Mm -hmm. As an entrepreneur, how can you like, what skill set do you have that you can use in order 
to earn revenue, mm -hmm. both as a business and obviously personal income, because that's what's going to end up being affected through all of this. Um, and if you have staff, all that as well, obviously to consider, but you know, what skill set do you have? If you think just like the simplest way of looking at this or the simplest example I can give is the skill set that we have as photographers is transferable into so many other areas. You know, you as a photographer know a lot more about composition and lighting and composing and technical details than the average person or the average entrepreneur or average other small business owner. Mm -hmm. So how can you get involved or help in those areas? You know, there's, there's so many businesses right now that are having to pivot what they do. They're having to, to transfer over to e-commerce. They're having to spin up websites when they've never had websites before. Mm -hmm. They're having to do live streaming when they've never had to do video before. There's all these things that so many people and so many businesses are having to pivot into, just think for a minute, how can you help? Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that because Jed knows more about lighting, that all of a sudden Jed can make cash teaching lighting to local businesses. That's not what I mean right. by saying that. Right. Right. <laughs> right? Okay, good. But, <laughs> but, but it's, it's, the, the idea is just to start thinking out of the box and to start yeah. thinking creatively about how can you continue to forge ahead potentially with making revenue, but also how can you forge ahead and build relationships mm -hmm. and, uh, and make connections that you may have otherwise not been able to make. You know, mm -hmm. I, I recently made a connection with a local greenhouse here because we're doing what everyone else is doing and we're outside and enjoying the weather and trying to build up our gardens. Right. So this local greenhouse here, you know, has this great online ordering system. I ended up connecting with the owner. I said, Hey, like you, you guys are like struggling like crazy right now. Do you need, like, can I help you guys in any way? Do you need photos? Do you need like, what do you, what do you need? And now I've been able to have this conversation and build a relationship with someone that otherwise I couldn't just call and say, I want to talk to the owner about how we can co-market co together. Like right. I couldn't just do that. I mean, may maybe some people can, but um, now I've been able to make that connection in a way that I haven't been able to before. So it's not to say that he's going to all of a sudden turn around and start giving me checks for a thousand dollars, but it's going to build a relationship and start that so that, you know, I'm top of mind for him. I've got a relationship with him and who knows what other opportunities can come of it. So is it in essence, is it stepping back and kind of looking at who you are and what your skill sets are maybe with a lens that's, that's less personal and maybe with maybe kind of like from a third person perspective, it might even help to ask somebody that knows you, Hey, what, what am I really good at? Or what, what do you, when you think of me, what do yeah. you think of that I can do that, you know, you can't do. Right. Right. Because I feel like a lot of times we don't even know what we know. A hundred percent. Yeah. We have the curse of knowledge, right? Like we, we know so much about it that we almost forget how much we know about it. Well, I had some family members ask me to do something in Photoshop for them and they came in to watch they came in to watch yeah. that in and of itself. I was like, what do you, what? Yeah. They, we want to see. <clears throat> and they stood right here. I don't remember what it was. They wanted me to remove something or switch something. And I did it real fast. Just yeah. not even thinking about it. muscle memory with my left mm -hmm. hand on the keyboard, their minds, I'm watching their minds get blown. And, and then it's making me think to myself, wow, I, there are things that I can do. That people, because I forgot learning mm -hmm. those things, yep. right? And that compounds over time. And that, and yep. if you're a photographer, you know things on, on, maybe you're a newborn photographer, right? But you have that guy, like you're talking about, 
I mean, you know, at the, at the end of the block that's got his greenhouse, you you can light babies, you, you can light plants. Mm-hmm. And he needs content for his website that he's struggling to put together. Well, you just put a website together last year yeah, or you updated exactly. your website last month during your stay at home yeah. time. Yep. Right? Yeah. And so we know how to do these things that many, many other people need that we can help with and actually be compensated for. Did I summarize 100%. that okay? I, I spoke yeah, longer than I, you did, think, so it wasn't even no, a summary. No, no. I think the interesting thing, though, Jed, is like it, you, you could attack it from two angles. You could say, "What what what can I do that 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 makes me unique?" Like you said, you know, ask your friends that kind of thing. But you could also kind of look at it in the other in the other perspective, and and kind of in your head, hop in your car and start driving around and think of who is there local to me here? Like what other people mm-hmm. could I help? What other businesses or industries or areas could I help? And say and say, what do they need right now? Right. And, and, and think of it in that sense, in terms of like, what other ways can you be of service to people and to businesses and to industries? And I think that you'll start to realize like, holy cow, there's, there's a lot that, yeah, I take for granted that like they're struggling in that area. I'm, I, I excel in that area, so I can certainly help. Now, how do you handle this, this scenario in that you, you don't want to come across to someone that's exploiting the circumstance, right? Either you don't yeah. want to be the yeah. person that's like, "Hey, you know, I I can see that you need this, that, and the other, right. and we just happen to be having a twenty five percent off COVID sale, mm. right?" Like, how, relationally, what is yes. your suggest? Like, you just did that with that guy. Like, how do you yeah. broach that subject during something like this? I think that's where it comes from intent, right? Like if, if you, if you approach it like a used car salesman and, and no offense to anyone that's in the industry, but if you approach right. it with that, like right. with that level of, I'm Canadian, I have to apologize for everything I do. Um, <laughs> if you approach it that way, I mean, it's going to come across that way. But if you right. approach it with the intent of saying, how can I help you? Right. Like, where are you struggling and, and, and how can I get involved and, and be of service to you so that you can run your business in, in a more optimal way. I right. think that if you come from that genuine place of just wanting to help and be in, be in service of somebody, I think it will come across and be read that way. Whereas if you come across like trying to find a way to get quick cash, it's going to you're going to be seen through. Well, no and even if it's not taken well, I always think too, don't do this once. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Don't just give it a shot. Yeah. You know, giving this giving this a shot means to talk to the guy at the greenhouse, talk mm-hmm. to the guy that owns the shoe repair store, talk to the yep. guy that owns, you know, whatever, talk to the lady down the that has the boutique that sells this that and the other. There are more than one there there's more than one person in your town. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that that can <laughs> that sure. could use this, right? And everyone yeah. comes from a di- who knows what they're dealing with too. Maybe somebody's like I'm not interested. All right. Then mm-hmm. go to the next person. I had a, I was a telemarketer at one point. Like you want to mm-hmm. talk about the, the yeah. you said used car salesman. Telemarketers uh, yeah, are, are, I can promise you, <laughs> are looked at worse than used yeah. car salesmen. I was a telemarketer, but I was the best telemarketer in the whole wide world. And I'll tell mm-hmm. you why. This is my little story I didn't know I was going to tell. We had, we had the phone book essentially, right? Yep. And I think I had 40 some thousand people to call. And all I needed to do was get them to say, yes, you can come out and give me a free estimate. And every time somebody said, yes, I got a buck 25, right? I would call. And if the person answered and they were upset, I would hang up on them. 
because I had 40,000 names mm. and right. I made money when they said yes. Right. I didn't want to take 10 minutes to convince them. It was just a free estimate. I just right. needed to say something. Somebody just needed to say, yeah, you can give me a free estimate. Bing. Thank you, sir. We'll be out next week. That was it. Yep. Right. If people are saying no, you go to the next people because there's True. more people. And and the other interesting thing too is this situation is evolving so quickly. Everyone keeps saying this is so fluid, right? And it's like if fluid, I talk yes. to someone, if I talk to someone today, their situation is probably very different in a week from now. Go back to those people if you exactly. need to. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I like that even better. Yep. So I mean, all of this is to say, like, here's how you can get creative about about generating revenue, about building relationships, about growing your business during these difficult times. Mm -hmm. But also let's now take the complete opposite side and say, hang on a second. How many, how many weddings did you photograph last year? How many portraits did you photograph in the last two years? Mm -hmm. How many clients do you have that you could reach out to? What are some opportunities there? Let's look at that. Let's say maybe you're not going to be out in front of them and photographing them right now because your province, your state, your country doesn't allow it. But could you pre-sell things? Could you sell reprints from old sessions? Could you have a promotion for books or for albums? Mm -hmm. Could you do a virtual in-person sales appointment? Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of different ways. In fact, we just released email marketing within Sprout and we pre-wrote 25 email marketing campaigns that photographers can literally click and send with, with, with one click yeah. and it'll basically sell this stuff to their clients. And we're hearing from our users from all over the world that are saying like, I sent that and they just put this huge order in and I never even thought to like send it or to ask them or to even put it in front of them. And they're realizing like, oh yeah, if I just ask and if the opportunity is yeah. there and if the timing makes sense yeah. and if it makes sense for them, why wouldn't they? Right. No, it, it's unreal what can happen if you just put it out there. Yeah. If you just give someone the opportunity, right? Yeah. So is, is again, to, to circle back to the now what mindset, what, yep. what else when someone says, now what? What now? What do I do? So, I mean, beyond the like reacting to, you know, thinking creatively about revenue streams, about thinking about how you can reach out to past clients or how you mm -hmm. can think about what you're going to do as things do start to open up and as mm -hmm. you can start to get out there and run your business again. I think this has been a really good lesson to say, you know, what kinds of systems do you have in place in your business? What kinds of uh, fail safes do you have? How do your contracts look? Mm -hmm. Like I think a lot of photographers are finding themselves where they're like, Oh, I do. I did not. I was not planned for this, both from a business systems perspective, yeah. um, from a legal contractual perspective, but also from a financial perspective. And again, I don't mean to say this, uh, you know, with disrespect or to hurt anybody, but if, if not having revenue, for a month or two months, like would completely put you out of business. That's a really, really hard place to be because I'm not going to say this doesn't happen often, obviously, but like blips happen in business. Like you, I, and that's where I think this is, this is, we're going to see the effects of this for the, in our industry for the yeah. next couple of years. Sure. No question. You know, yeah. people are going to be a bit more guarded. I think a lot of things are going to change. And so if you haven't planned financially for that, if you've just been buying the latest Canon, L mount lens with like, you know, any extra money that you have, just be careful. You've got to make sure you have a contingency plan on the financial side as well. Well, as and you can start right now. You side. can start today. Yeah. 
No, exactly. That's what I mean. It's like, now you can say, okay, do it now. What, what happens if, what, what do I do if this happens again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how do I when, make sure that I've got when this it, happens when again? When this happens again. Because who knows right. what it looks like? We're not saying there's mm-hmm. going to be a pandemic in September. I'm not saying no. that, but when whatever happens again. Yeah. Right? You, you, you fall, you, you break your leg and you're out for a month and a half. I was just going to say, it could could be anything. It doesn't have to be this big thing, but what happens if you just get really sick or you get mono and you can't be out shooting for three three months or what happens if this, like who knows what's going to happen. We're in business. And when we rely on us to be able and capable to Mm -hmm. be out and making money, if that doesn't happen, there's a lot of things that can get in the way there. So I think this is just a good lesson to be like, I need to get some good systems in place. I need to get things kind of not running on autopilot, but things need to be organized. Things need to be in a good place. Things And now is the best time to do that because we're coming fresh out of this. We have a lot of time right now to be focusing on those kinds of things. Maybe instead of watching Netflix at night, we should be saying, you know, let's get some good systems in place. Let's make sure that I've got a good customer journey map created. Let's make sure that my workflow makes sense. Let's make sure my website is in good standing order. Like, there's so much we can be doing right now. But that now. doesn't have to be being either or right that can be a both and please uh well i don't know Pro- <laughs> product- <laughs> so i i teach a lot on productivity and productivity best practices definitely says that multitasking is a complete fallacy and it's going to be hard to really focus and really get meaningful work done if you're also distracted by you know ozark playing on the other screen but uh, i guess to each their own i suppose <laughs> I, I, I can't, uh, it's hard to argue that, you know, if you're, if you're trying to do a bunch of different things at once that, yeah, I mean, you're going to, you're, everything's going to suffer. Even, even that time that you want to spend watching Ozark is going to suffer if you have a spreadsheet open in front of your True. Face yeah. on a laptop. I, I think we've all been there. And I think if you think of the example of like, you're watching a TV show and you've got your phone in front of you, we yeah. used to call this like in the early age days, like 10 years ago, you know, we have a second screen. Now we have like always a second screen and a third and a fourth and a 10th. But if you think about it, how many times have you had to like pause and rewind the show? Cause you kind of missed something important because you were in your phone. Right. I and then don't you're doing even that, want to admit right? but that happens on a regular basis and it's so right. terrible. So, and imagine you're trying to do something meaningful, like, right. you know, write content for your right. website or write a blog post or right. write some sales letters or things like that. It's going to be, it's going to suffer for sure. So you're better off yeah. focusing on one at a time. I think that's hard. That's, that's hard to argue. Mm-hmm. Um, plug yourself a little bit here. Where, where can people go to find out more about you and what you guys offer? Yeah, for sure. So we've got, like I said, Sprout Studio. We have a podcast as well, The Business of Photography. Um, we're on episode 430-something right now. Um, so we we just we try to help photographers run better businesses. Um, we do that with education, obviously, with the podcast. I teach and speak around North America, but we also write educational articles on our site. Um, but And then also, if you need a tool, if you need a system like Sprout, which basically lets you run your business in one place, mm-hmm. um, then you can check that out. And pretty much everything for that is at GetSproutStudio.com. Thanks for your time, Brian. I really appreciate it. It was good to have this conversation with you back and forth, kind of face to face. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. It's my pleasure. And it was kind of nice to be on, I I say this side of the microphone, but I'm still on the same side of the microphone, but on this side of the discussion, I suppose, is maybe more what it's like. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Well, I hope we get to do more of these uh, in the future. I think there's a lot more there for us to unpack. And I appreciate your time, my friend. Absolutely. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. You too.